This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. Today we get to really (laughs) go deep into the number seven in so many different ways because we are in the seventh verse of the uh, pay section of the 119th Psalm. That would be verse 135, and maybe I'll just read it in English, and then we'll talk about all the sevens that are involved in this verse. (laughs) As uh, the verse reads in English, Make thy face to shine upon thy servant, and teach me thy statutes. Well, the more than fascinating thing is we've talked about the seventh verse is a delight in the fear of the Lord, and you can certainly see that as we would be delighted to have his face shine upon us. Obviously, again, back to the number six, uh, chapter six blessing, the ironic blessing to make their face, their face shine upon thy servant. And of course, he waited to the seventh verse to, 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 the, to say this particular phrase from that blessing. And it being, again, the delight and the fear of the Lord. But then the really cool thing is that this is the seventh time, right? It's the seventh time. You might remember that we've gone over this many times. Teach us your statutes. You're going to find it throughout the psalm. But this is actually, and I'm sure not coincidentally at all, it is the seventh and final time that the psalmist or King David asks him to teach us thy statutes. And so you just think about the idea. (laughs) There's so many ideas that are rolling around in my mind that I have to do with this, but it's really, really cool. Um, And and we're going to revisit this idea of the seventh as we're going to find it in the shin section, which is what the number seven starts with. When we get to that, we're going to, we're going to praise him seven times. Well, here he's, this is the seventh time that he's asked his face to shine upon thy, I mean, the seventh time that he's asked him to teach them the statutes. And so you, you might remember that they went around Jericho seven times, blowing the chauffeur uh, on the seventh day, <laughs> you know, when they were trying to get the walls down. And so you can't help but see that he's trying to get God to drop the walls and teach him the statutes. I mean, it's just obvious. And he, he's done it here seven times throughout the psalm. Here he comes to the seventh verse in this section, waits for this, you know, make thy face. He's in the pay. So he's out the idea of being in the presence of God. And then he's saying, teach me thy statutes. So clearly, you know, you should be, (laughs) you know, we can all see how devout, how important it was for David to be taught these statutes, which begs the question, I'm sure you're banging your ass and you're the same thing, banging your head on the wall like I am. Like, what does, what is he getting at? What are these statutes? And so I did a deeper dive on that word, perhaps, than I have in a while this morning, because my I was just like, man, these things must be absolutely critical relationally to this man who was after God's own heart, right? And so what I believe, when you look at the word, it's hook, hookum, you might heard me say before, or just hook, it is a het and then a kuf. And if you'll allow me to give you my idea here of what this is, a het has to do with union or marriage. We, we, we did the whole het section earlier, and, and clearly, you know, the whole earth is full of thy hesed, that, that idea of his love and, and this idea of union with him. In other words, he's all about relationship. 
And so this idea of these statutes has to be a relational issue because it starts with a hat. It just does. Okay. And then it has a kuf. And when we get to the kuf section, you're going to see all this discussion about the heart crying and proximity to be close to God, to be holy. And so we have a sense of these holy commandments. And you might remember God twice told people to take off their shoes because they were standing on holy ground, both Moses and Joshua. And the idea, in my opinion, was for them to get closer to God. So here you have this idea of this union and being made even closer. And the idea of it is, is as we fall more and more and more love with God, we want to get closer to him. And if you love me, you're going to keep my commandments. So when you think about those people that you really, really love, you really want to know what's near and dear to their hearts. And so here I think what the psalmist is really saying is, God, tell me how to love you, right? And, and just think how hard that is for anybody that, that you want to love. Like, it's really hard to know the secrets of how to love that person well. And, and you know, as you study statutes, and, and don't miss this. This is also a beautiful thing about the word hook. Um, it, it is also connected to the lawgiver. So when um, in the blessing that Jacob gives to um, Judah, he says the lawgiver will, you know, when he's talking about getting the scepter, if you'll see that word there. And again, it's clearly talking and referring to Jesus, <laughs> that Judah will be the lawgiver. And, and so, and it also has to do with this idea of engraving. Uh, uh, and, and you think about God writing his laws on your heart. Well, the idea is he's going to write the things that really, you know, flip his switch, the things that really make him um, feel loved. You know, he's, he's going to write those on our hearts. And I think the psalmist is saying, look, look, Lord, teach me how to love you, how to love you well by doing what it is that, that you want me to do. And, and, and so a perfect example, you know, as crazy it may be, if you think about it, <laughs> is, you know, one of the statutes clearly is that, that he told Moses, you know, was to keep Passover. In other words, there was a way that Passover was to be kept and this is a holiday. Well, think about the people that you love and how important it is to how they keep holidays, right? I'm just telling you that my youngest daughter, Mariah, on Thanksgiving, you know, it is a hookum for her. I mean, it's near and dear in her heart. She has to watch the movie. <laughs> she has to. She has to watch the movie Elf because it's just, it's, it's, it, it gives her that sense of Thanksgiving. It gives her a sense of the opening of the Christmas season and this idea of family that is near and dear to her heart. And if you know my daughter well, and I do know my daughter well, that you better plan on that and, and watching Elf um, after we eat the Thanksgiving meal, whatever that looks like. Well, and, and when you think about what are those little quirky things that are either in a holiday or if you knew my wife, you know, there's lots of hookah. <laughs> like it's, it's extremely, really, really important two things about my wife. Number one, she wants to be kissed before I leave. Now, she doesn't care that much if I kiss her when I come home. But before I leave, if she's dead asleep, it doesn't matter. It's a hookum, okay? I'm just telling you. you got to kiss her before you leave. And another one is that she just dearly, what makes her feel loved is to be hugged. She just does. And again, it's interesting that she married somebody. My mother told Tammy when she married me, she goes, well, you know, Robbie's just, it's like hugging a tree. <laughs> it's just. Not a very affectionate person. It was my love language, right? 
But I realized early on that this definitely is my wife's love language. She wants to be hugged. And so, you know, trying to become less like a tree, uh, which a tree's righteous, I would say. <laughs> but anyway, these ideas are okay. Here we come. <clears throat> it's the seventh verse in the page section. It's the seventh time he's asked God, you know, teach me these hukum. Teach me your statutes. And so I know in my heart that this is a relational, this this is way above just, you know, keeping some laws here, okay? This has everything to do with wanting to love God the way that God wants to be loved and and understanding what, what, what that looks like. And I think it's like that with any relationship. And so, you know, it's kind of cool. Like, let me find seven ways to ask my wife, how can I love you better? I mean... Let me, let me find seven ways to ask God, how can I love you better? I think it's an absolutely beautiful thing. I hope you'll ponder it with me today. And I hope you just sit there and wonder, like, man, how cool is it that King David wrote this seven times, and then he places it here in the seventh verse <laughs> of the pay section, which just lines up perfectly with this ironic blessing. Make your face shine upon thy servant and teach me your statue.